Welcome to the first podcast for the Eyes Right blog. I don't didn't ask Wes if uh, we could put the podcasts on, so uh, uh, I just thought I would take this opportunity while I was driving in my van to um, just record a little something for the for the blog. I've enjoyed reading so, thus far the different entries and different perspectives on on uh, experiences in following Christ and lessons learned. I and I also really appreciate the fact that it is a non-denominational blog and that uh, Miguel, who I know is a Catholic, is is doing a wonderful job telling about his journey and, and his and his relationship with Christ as well as everyone else. And so I, th- I think that's a neat thing. Uh, I, I just was challenged this week. Our, our church is, is beginning uh, 40 days of community purpose uh, based on the on the model from Saddleback Church in Southern California. We last year went through the Purpose Driven Life, which I'm sure most of you have either read or certainly heard lots about. And um, it, it really made a difference in a lot of our lives and our church. And and this this year we're going to look at and focus our attention on the community. And I just wanted to, to uh, just reflect on a couple things that were that challenged me as I listened to the simulcast from uh, Saddleback and Rick Warren's message on uh, introducing this, the campaign, and one of the things that he talked about in, in uh, reaching the world for Christ, and, and and just as a as a preface, all of the the focus of the whole thing is is that we're better together, and and, and the need for us to work as a community of believers in our local churches, especially to um, to uh, bring bring glory to God through you know through different things that we do through our fellowship and our ministry and our worship. Um, and he's, as he talked about uh, the reaching of others, the, the, the statement that he made is, is there's a couple things. And he, he mentioned that uh, that Christ paid much too high a price for us to pick and choose who would who would enter the kingdom and who we need to minister to. And I just I felt really uh, challenged by that because I think sometimes in our prayers and in our actions we either consciously or subconsciously make choices around who needs to be shown the love of Christ and who would respond to it and who wouldn't and and, uh, and it reminded me of a, another discussion that we had with friends of ours whose daughter went on a, a youth mission trip this summer to Ireland and the previous uh, year or two years ago her older sister had gone and, and when they came back the, the first sister came back they, had, they were quite excited because they had 14 14 different people had accepted Christ during their time in Ireland. Well, when the, the sister that came back this year reported that only one had accepted Christ, there was a, a sense of disappointment from her and the group that maybe this trip wasn't as successful and maybe they didn't do all that they should have done. And as we talked about it, that we, we realized that that's not the attitude that Christ would have us take. And, and because our job really is to is to go to people and minister to them and care for them and and to and to encourage them and and we need to let the work of of God and His Holy Spirit do the rest and um, and we don't know in fact in this particular case how many people in the future will accept Christ because partly because of the work that these kids had done during their time in Ireland and so. Uh, you know, it reminded me of how important it is that we do our parts and that we all have different parts and that we can't pick and choose 
who comes to Christ. Christ wants, he desires that, they, that everyone would come to know him. And uh, we simply have to be obedient to him in, uh, in, with our talents and our gifts and, and give of them generously. So that, that challenged me. Um, and I guess that's, that's simply what I wanted to share with you. And, uh, and you can pray for our church and other churches who are embarking on these types of initiatives. And, and uh, we, we kind of, I don't even like to call them programs. I, I, I love them to be movements and, and really life-changing experiences for people in the way they view, the way they view church as well. So, um, anyways, I'm Dean Chereski, and I'm from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, uh, podcasting the first podcast, I think, on the Eyes Right blog.